I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, John Greenberg, president of the, of the Milwaukee Admirals uh, and sponsor of this show. Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Uh, he'll join us coming up in about a half hour, 35 minutes or so from right now. Uh, they're doing a great thing with, uh, or for, I should say, Special Olympics coming up this weekend. So I want to make sure to get him on to uh, let everybody know how uh, we can all help out and uh, help raise some money for Special Olympics. Obviously a very, very good cause. So we'll do that coming up in about a half hour or so. First half hour, you and me and Adam Roberts. Yesterday on this show, we talked about which player or players have let you down over the uh, the course of time as a sports fan, right? And uh, it was a little agonizing hearing games like Gary Sheffield and and talking about guys like that. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit different today again, again. This is not a you're right, I'm right deal. This is a completely uh, up to you. It really uh, speaks of your heart, uh, right? The heart doesn't lie. The other day on the Wendy's Big Show, we talked about Favre and Rodgers. And who was a better big game quarterback? And some of you uh, said that ah, neither one. Neither one were very good in big games. Neither one have been very good in big games. So uh, Neither. Others said Aaron Rodgers didn't throw didn't throw nearly as many interceptions. Wasn't going to lose you a game. Then we went and we looked at the stats for Favre and Rodgers, and we said, "All right, conference championship game. We'll call that the big game because you're one way away from the Super Bowl." Numbers were almost identical. In fact, Favre had one less interception uh, in five conference championship games, which is the exact same amount that Rodgers played. Uh, Favre obviously had two, two and three. Uh, Rodgers one and four. Then we opened it up and said, okay, how about just the playoffs in general? We'll call playoffs big games. And then obviously the numbers really sided with uh, Aaron Rodgers being significantly better uh, than Brett Favre as far as quarterback rating, touchdown to interception ratio. Then it was definitely all Aaron Rodgers. I want to continue to talk about Brett and Aaron just a little bit here. Because so many of you uh, are all worked up and mad about Aaron Rodgers and how he's performed in the postseason and how this team is going to have another quarterback blow it and only have one Super Bowl win and so forth. I mentioned it earlier with Gary. Uh, I was on 610 Sports in Kansas City this morning with Bob Fesco, uh, and they had me on to talk about the fact that they weren't going to be able to get back to another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers in all these years because now they're thinking they may be in a similar situation with Patrick Mahomes, God forbid, uh, that they don't ever figure this out and they don't get back again. And it was that's pretty much what the whole interview was about. So here's my question. And then you call in and you tweet at us at 1250 AM, the fan, and you give me your answer. There is no wrong answer. This is totally up to you and your heart. It's all about your heart. Which 
Packers-led team caused you the most pain in the playoffs? Favre's playoff teams or Rodgers' playoff team? Which caused you the most pain as a Packers fan? Those teams that Brett Favre was the quarterback of and couldn't finish or the teams of Rodgers that couldn't finish? Which one, again, this is also going to memory, right? So. Uh, it's, how much do you remember those Favre games? How many agonizing playoff losses were there for Brett that you still remember? Obviously, the conference championship game, uh, his last year in Green Bay in the cold, uh, where the Giants kicker was missing field goal after field goal attempt, trying to hand you over uh, a chance uh, to go uh, to the Super Bowl or whatever the case may be, and you kept screwing it up uh, in that playoff game uh, against the Giants. Everybody thought going into that game against that Eli Manning-led Giants team that the Packers were the best team. Of those two teams, Packers were the best team. And it's at home. As a show, I remember saying, all right, you guys are all off to the Super Bowl. Uh, and Gary Ellerson had stuff lined up for TV and CBS 58. And there was all this stuff all lined up. Everybody was ready to go. During the course of the game, Gary's looking at ticket prices and this and that and all this other stuff, and everybody's ready. And, obviously, that did not happen. So which of those two caused you the most pain as far as playoff games go? Because Rodgers, obviously, you can look back at Rodgers and we can talk about, obviously, the conference title game uh, with Seattle. We can talk about Brady throwing three interceptions and you managed six points uh, against the Buccaneers last year. And now this year, you managed three points uh, after that one long opening drive in which it looked like uh, you were going to absolutely throttle the 49ers and then you couldn't get your offense to go any more than that after that first drive. So which one uh, has hurt you most uh, as far as playoffs go? And the teams that they led, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers playoff teams, which one hurt you the most? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250AM, the fam. I'm also wondering how the Super Bowl loss of Brett Favre factors into this. Because every time we talk about losses that hurt the most, that Super Bowl loss doesn't come up all that much. It really doesn't. I mean, 4th and 26 against Philadelphia, the Seattle fiasco, uh, that happened with Bostic dropping an onside kick and jumping up when he was told not to. Uh, that one always comes up. Uh, the Buccaneers game last year uh, comes up because everybody thought they should have won that game, including uh, many of us that thought he should have ran when he had open grass in front of him late in that game and didn't. Um, and, and now this Niners game obviously hurt as well. I, I, I don't hear a lot of people ever bringing up that Broncos game as being one that really hurt. Obviously, it really hurt Leroy. Clearly, he was on the team. He played, so obviously, that's more important, a bigger loss to him. For us, you Packer fans, it doesn't get brought up all that much. It really doesn't. So I wonder how that factors into this question. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. What would you say to this question, Adam Roberts? <sighs> well, there certainly are a lot of games to pick from, I suppose. Uh, one that's hurt me the most. Now, for a frame of reference, I can start remembering Packers games right after that Broncos loss, because I was about five or six years old. Sure. Born and raised. It was kind of just, you're born into it around here when that was the case in Fond du Lac. So I guess if I had to pick one that hurt me the most, probably the Seahawks loss. And I know it's fresh, but that's my frame of reference. It's the only time... In any instance of watching a football game of any kind, Packers or otherwise, that I have been angry, like yelling angry. I'm not by nature an angry person. It's the only time that I have ever gotten angry watching that fourth quarter unfold the way that it did. For me, when we talk about Favre and Rodgers, I think the interceptions angered me more than anything Rodgers has specifically done. That's fair. For me, it's, you know, throwing six interceptions against the Rams. That is where I get mad. Making dumb decisions and dumb throws. For me, the answer to this question is easily Brett Favre. Brett Favre playoff games easily got me more mad than Aaron Rodgers playoff games have. Because in Aaron Rodgers playoff games, when they've lost, 
Yes, it's partly due to him, but he's not the reason necessarily in most of these games that they lose. With Brett, he was the reason they lost most of these games. I tended to get more upset watching a Brett Favre-led team lose than I did necessarily Aaron Rodgers because there's so many circumstances. The Seattle game, special teams again, factoring in this whole deal with Bostic, right? Mm -hmm. Running the football and getting conservative. Now, again, that wasn't on him. People point to McCarthy for that. Uh, the Bostic thing, that wasn't his fault. People point to special teams. You go through all these different scenarios outside of this last San Francisco game, uh, and maybe you can go back uh, and point to Tampa Bay, these last two uh, last two playoff games for him. For the most part, there's been other things you can point to in the game that were deciding factors besides just him. With Brett, so many times he was the deciding factor of why you lost. Another one of those Brett games I think of, and we've mentioned it a couple times since this most recent Packers loss that makes me, now that I think about it, like, oh, yeah, there were a lot of people in my circle that were not happy. Granted, I was 10. But that game at Lambeau against Michael Vick's Atlanta Falcons in 2002. when That's it, when the Lambeau field mystique died. Yeah. That was that was the day. I was going to say 4th and 26, but you just mentioned that that whole the whole reason of that number existing is a defensive failure. It wasn't necessarily a Favre right. failure. Correct. Now, 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 Favre threw a boneheaded interception after that 4th and 26 later in that game. True. That obviously screwed him as well. But you're expected to stop a fourth and 26. That you're expected to do that as a defense. Now, again, he throws an interception later. Was that interception to Al Harris in that game? I think it might have been Al Harris. But he throws an interception to Philly later in that game. Um, and we we go back and when we talk about that game, people don't talk about that. People talk about fourth and 26. They don't talk about his interception necessarily. So there was some of that. Uh, where you got away from necessarily blaming the quarterback, but more times than not, games were put on Brett Favre for why they lost. More than they ever have been, I think, uh, for Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. What about you? Uh, which one hurt you the most? Favre-led playoff teams or Rodgers-led playoff teams? Because both of them have only one Super Bowl to show. Both of them uh, have struggled in conference championship games. Both of them uh, haven't had nearly as much success in the postseason, I think, as what most of us expected them to have. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 a.m. The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 a.m. The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. As we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu, asking you, which Packers-led team caused you the most pain in the playoffs? Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Let's go to Justin in Germantown. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up, Justin? What's up, Sparky? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So, for me, this I this is kind of a three-part answer, and just bear with me for a sec. I won't take up too much of your time, but for me, the it's 1A and 1B for me. I was at the 2008 NFC Championship game at Lambeau. It was my first game there. My brother bought me a ticket. It was it was just absolutely devastating uh, to to see that unfold when far through the through the pick there and through through the one of the coldest coldest games that you know in in record I think it was, but that. That onside kick game in Seattle when I was, you know, obviously a little bit older, that uh, that one was was also devastating. But I also wanted to add too. I think this would be a great question. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But but I did enjoy watching Brett Favre uh, and his and the teams that that he had more than more than I. I just thought that Brett Favre and those teams where the defenses were just more. Nasty. Brett Favre was fun to watch. I uh, I enjoyed watching them more, but I enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers more as as the quarterback, just because of his raw talent. I and I understand that. I, I get that as well. Uh, Justin, thanks for the call. And we kind of talked about this the other day on the big show, as far as you know, which one uh, was more entertaining uh, to watch? Yeah, it's Brett Favre. And I I don't. Even if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're listening to this, you can't even argue it at this point, I don't think. He watched Brett play, right? I mean, you, you saw. You didn't know what he was going to do. He was unpredictable. You have no idea 
Was he going to throw it between three dudes and try to make a throw? Would he be picked? Would he actually be able to fit it in there and make a highlight reel throw? The the Sterling Sharp play in Detroit, running around uh, and throwing it across his across the field down the one sideline for a touchdown. It took an incredible arm strength. The Raiders game, uh, you know, again, that wasn't a playoff game, but the Raiders game after his dad died. You just, you, there are so many th- moments in Favre's career, I think, at least for me, that I can come up with and go, that was crazy. That for that uh, was crazy. Sorry, uh, that I Justin just mentioned the NFC Championship game. That's the uh, that was one of those games I remember afterwards as a fifteen or something year old yep. going to bed crying. I was so sad. I had my Charles Woodson jersey on, and I was mm. so excited to go to St. Mary Springs Academy in Fond du Lac the next day because we would be allowed to wear Packers gear if they sure. had won. I was so excited to be all decked out, and the way, especially as we saw what unfolded over the next year, right. That was even more disappointing. Speaking of that, you're talking about kids in school and football. Did you see Cincinnati has given all the kids off school the I Monday did. after the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I mean, they may lose, uh, but either way, that's still a pretty cool thing uh, to do. I don't believe they've ever done that here for any Packers Super Bowl or even for the Bucks championship for that matter. They've, they've never given kids off school to celebrate the day after uh, a championship game. So that, that's pretty cool for Cincinnati. But yeah, I mean, you're you're right from... From that aspect, as far as um, you know, the the hurt that comes with it when you lose, I, I just think, again, for me at least, uh, it, it just comes down to me for far more for Brett uh, than for Aaron because he was usually the main reason why you lost these games. That's that's usually how this thing ended up playing out. Um, so for me, that's why I kind of came up with the question because I think people don't remember what it was like uh, back then. A spoosh uh, tweets at 12:50 a.m. The fan will never get over that missed trip to the Super Bowl in 2014 when he blew the lid in Seattle. That was worse than this recent Niners game because it was a bigger game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. I, I I think that's 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 one of the top. I don't know, top three, top five losses probably. Um, that we've had as sports fans in the state of Wisconsin, not even just as Packer fans, but as sports fans in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, that one obviously uh, hurt probably the most or one of the most. We saw that story big about hosting a green and gold Packer party at Quaker Steak and Lube uh, and the entire bar chanting Super Bowl, Super Bowl with five minutes to go in that football game. Five minutes to go. Whole place chanting Super Bowl. By the time that game ended, everybody left in orderly fashion uh, and uh, walked out quietly. Very, very quietly. You could hear a pin drop. Uh, when they walked out, and it was crazy. And obviously, everybody that was there will never forget it. I'm sure you'll never forget where you were for some of these uh, losses as well. But for instance, okay, Adam Roberts, do you remember where you were, who you were with, when the Packers won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? I do, and it was one of the bigger mistakes that I have made in my tenure of rooting for this Packers oh. team. Uh, 2000 and technically 11, Yes, I was uh, given the choice to choose between watching the game with just my dad and myself right. on our giant uh, old box TV that we still had in 2011 Sure, because that's how my dad works. Yes. So it was going to be either me and him and my little stepbrother, just the three of us watching the game, or my uncle, who also lives in Fond du Lac, is a huge Packer fan going back 40, 50 years, and he was throwing this quote-unquote, huge party at his house. And I was like, I want to be in the party atmosphere because I was in high school and I wanted to be where all the fun was going to be. So I went over there and it turned out it was just him, me, his, my aunt, and a couple of other people. And I felt it was great because it was awesome watching the game, but I felt like, wow, I just did that to my old man. I feel awful. Yeah, I I believe I was at Dave & Buster's uh, doing green and gold game day parties um, and- that's where I was when they won it. And I, I remember during the course of that game, um, texting back and forth uh, with Gary uh, about, you know, what was going on in the game, why weren't they running the ball more, uh, and so forth throughout that football game, because uh, Gary obviously was there uh, at the game itself, and going back and forth on during that Super Bowl. But to me, a, a lot of times, we tend to remember things more of when things go wrong. Then maybe we do of when things go right a lot of times. So 
all these bad memories, think about that you have as a sports fan. I bet you you remember, for the most part, where you were every time your heart was broken by your favorite sports team. Can almost but guarantee you. If I say, name me your top three worst sports moments as a fan, I bet you in all three situations, you can tell me who you were with and what happened when that horrible sports moment happened to you. But then if I go back the other way and go, okay, uh, Monday Night Raiders uh, after uh, Brett's dad died, who were you with? Uh, what were you doing watching that game? How many of you could actually remember that? Uh, or any other type of highlights that we talk about. More, t- And I don't know why the, maybe it's just my mind. But I think more times than not, that's kind of how it goes. You tend to remember where you were when bad things happen. When good things happen, it, it's not as maybe memorable or doesn't stay in your memory as long. Maybe it's just me. Dave in Waukesha, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Dave? Hey, Spark. How you doing? It's good, man. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, good. Um, for me, it's fire. It's just all the interceptions. Uh, if you wanted somebody to throw an interception at the worst possible time, it's going to be Brett Favre. Brett Favre is the one that killed you the most. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I want to point out, though, too, as brutal as the playoffs have been for 30 years, I have a really good friend in Minnesota. When they got Favre, he was giddy about it. And I had lunch with the guy and said, he's going he's gonna to break your heart. And boy, did he ever. He crushed the soul of Viking fans by doing what? Throwing an interception. Throwing an interception. Yeah, he, he was consistent in doing that. The Paul Allen call of that, throw it right between the numbers. Yeah, I mean... All of that, obviously, we'll all never forget that. And nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, most of us were rooting against Favre in that game against the Saints. Oh, we sure were. It was like a a 10-ton weight lifted off your shoulders if you're a Packer fan the moment you threw that interception. Yeah, no question. Thanks for the call. Because you didn't want to live through Brett Favre going to a Super Bowl with the Vikings. I mean, you want to talk about just salt in the wound after everything that happened between Brett and the Vikings. That would have been salt in the wound that would have taken a longer time to heal than anything else. Were you in lacrosse at that point? When, with, uh, when Favre was with the Vikings? No, or were you still in five as a kid? Still in, I was, uh, I think, a junior in high school. Right. So for me, I always wonder, because I've never worked in lacrosse, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, i got family that lives out in lacrosse, but I've never actually worked in lacrosse. And John Papadopoulos does a great job with the sports lead uh, on ESPN Lacrosse, uh, obviously after our show, and been on his show numerous times. What's that split like? Packers to Vikings. Obviously, you were produced at ESPN Lacrosse before coming here. Yeah, it, that's a great question. Because I, I feel like, because my family there, are he, he Vikings fan, uh, total Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. Drives me nuts, Vikings fan, but Vikings fan. Um so it feels like there's a lot more Vikings fans there than there are here. I think it kind of comes in ebbs and flows. Like right now, I don't think you'd see a lot of Vikings jerseys around on game day. One of my best friends who uh, is one of the owners of a number of bars over in lacrosse is a adamant Vikings fan. But it does kind of come whenever the team's good, you'll see a lot more purple. I think they're around. I'd say if I had to guess how many Vikings fans are in hiding over in western Wisconsin, I'd say the number is pretty high. I remember a few years ago when the Minnesota Wild were doing really well in uh, the hockey sphere, there were tons of Wild jerseys all over the place really? in lacrosse. So you're saying they're a bunch of front runners? Uh, Minnesota fans are front runners, pretty much. I'm they're not, not saying it, but well. I'm saying it. When they're not playing well, they don't wear their stuff. When they're playing well, they wear their stuff. Now, I, I will say, over the course of time um, at this radio station, we've been on since 2005, we've had numerous people from Michigan work here at this radio station. Numerous. Uh, Jeff Rieger, Josh Fernier, Mike Wickett, our old boss, Ryan McGuire. Um, so uh, horny Dave Metcalf was uh, one of the original producers here at the station. So all of these guys have come here from Michigan and have worked here. And I want to say pretty much every one of them, no matter how bad the Lions may have been, were going to wear their Lions gear. And if, Good they for were, them. and if they were Michigan fans, they were wearing their Michigan stuff or whatever they, Tiger stuff always had Tiger stuff on, so they always supported regardless, one way or the other, their teams. Even if they were really bad, I give them credit for that. Um, definitely not front runners per se. Not saying there's not front runners in Michigan. I'm sure there probably are. Um, so yeah, I was I was just I've always been curious about that. Now if Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh signs with the Vikings here, I would imagine Vikings apparel will be out front and center all over the place if they get Jim Harbaugh. I would think that's a pretty safe assumption. And Bears fans will be irate. Uh, Diamond Dog tweets at 12.50 a.m. The fan, not a Favre fault per se, 
But losing a Super Bowl when you are prohibitive favorites hurts more than anything because you were there and should have won it. Yes, that's true. Packers that were one of the largest Super Bowl favorites, I believe, in the history of the Super Bowl, uh, going into that game against the Denver Broncos. They were expected to to wipe the mat with them. That, that, that was not supposed to be a close game. Nonetheless, they were definitely not supposed to lose that game necessarily. Uh, and not only uh, did they they lose the football game, but the way they lost the football game, uh, I think, hurt as much as anything, especially when you hear after the fact that Terrell Davis had a migraine, couldn't see, and was just essentially out there running around as a decoy at that point. That just adds salt to the wounds. But like I said, I, I don't, that game doesn't come to mind for me. Like when we talk about all-time Packer losses and, and things that hurt the most, I, I guess that just wasn't one of them. Maybe it wasn't one of them because it, it wasn't a special teams blunder. It wasn't a pick six the other way on Brett to cost him the game at the end. It it wasn't that obvious thing. It was throughout the course of a game that you point to for that game. I don't think there was an obvious moment where you go, that killed him. And it's memorable and everybody talks about it. All these other games we talk about all have those memorable moments that went wrong for the Green Bay Packers. Well, Steve, how much of it do you think is also the fact that the year before they did win? I mean, if they had, for sure. whatever reason, blown it against the Patriots, which would have been, I mean you could argue a humongous upset if they hadn't won that game, then maybe that Denver lost things a little bit more. Maybe, maybe it is just, you get one and then the second one. Eh, okay. Now, oh. granted I was again, four. Now I'm so. going to tell you this right now. If you follow Bucks Twitter at all, you're going to realize that's not going to be how this plays out for the Bucks Ooh. fans. I mean, you again, Bucks fans are acting like the playoffs are happening right now. By the way, y'all are reacting over these games. Yeah. acting like it's, it's the middle of the postseason, and it's not. Now we're into February. We're closer. Two and a half months away from the playoffs. Trade deadline coming up here uh, in a few days. They have a trade exemption I believe they have to use by Friday. A million some odd dollars that they have to use if they're going to use it. Um, so we'll see how they re- redo this Bucks roster. But if this is any indication, if the Bucs lose in the playoffs this year, Bucks fans are going to lose their minds. Like that that championship last year never happened. And I don't care where they lose. If they lose in the in the second round, if they lose in the conference championship, if they lose in the finals, Bucks fans are going to be hot. I told y'all last year when they won this that that honeymoon that everybody thought Bud was going to get of oh man three five years people will just leave him alone. Man, stop! Ain't nobody left Bud alone. People have been all over Bud all season again. Nothing's changed. Nothing at all has changed with Bucks fans and and how they view the Bucks and their opinions on the Bucks. Um, and they're right back to being Bucks fans again, which hey, to a degree I can appreciate. On the other side of it, I don't kind of understand it. You just won a championship. You've got the big three still together and healthy right now. Just relax, see what they do at the trade deadline, see what John Horst does to try and fix this and get them back on the right path. Yes, they need a center. Uh, if Brooke Lopez isn't coming back, even if he is, they need a backup. And yes, they need better bench scoring. We've talked about that. Those two things. So we'll see what John Horst does. Uh, to try and fix those two issues. Coming up next, John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals. They're doing a great thing with Special Olympics this weekend, uh, raising money for Special Olympics. We'll tell you what that's all about straight ahead. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by uh, the Milwaukee Admirals. But first, let's talk about Young Express. Looking for a new career? Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? I'm on a company that's been in business for over 30 years. Young Express, when we talk about so much, is growing and looking to hire immediately. Now, you don't need any experience. They'll train you uh, and get you going. But you have to be able to multitask in a fast-paced environment, good communication skills, computer literate, and an overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. Now, on Young Express, you get a competitive hourly wage, paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with company match, health plan, and all you have to do is apply at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success, Young Express, success drives them. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. The Madness, of course, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, the President of the Milwaukee Admirals, John Greenberg. John, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Sparky. Good to talk to you. Uh, okay, so first off, thanks for uh, sponsoring the show, man. Appreciate it. That, absolutely. Uh, hey, we'll take the sports talk. You know, anything we can get for sure. You guys always have been uh, wonderful partners of ours throughout the years, and uh, glad to do it. Mm. Okay, so let's get into what you all have uh, coming up. And anybody that's on social media and follows the Milwaukee Admirals, I've seen these pretty cool jerseys that you guys are tweeting out uh, concerning money you're raising for the Special Olympics coming up this weekend. Tell us all about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got a great partnership uh, this season with Special Olympics Wisconsin. Uh, it is the 50th anniversary of uh, Special Olympics Wisconsin, and so we are wearing uh, specially designed jerseys that feature the the colors of the uh, Special Olympics anniversary, and uh, we'll be wearing those on both Friday night and Saturday night, uh, and we're auctioning them off to help raise money uh, for Special Olympics Wisconsin and the athletes uh, there. So uh, people can go on to um, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for more information or uh, text uh, Admirals to 76 two seven eight and uh, the auction will pop up there and uh, we encourage people to uh, to participate that's a great deal uh, and you guys do so much over the course of year uh, whether it be for children's wisconsin special olympics you guys are always raising money for other great causes in the area well it's just so important to us that uh, we give back to a community that gives you know gives so much to us and in this year uh, especially as we've restarted playing uh, it's been even more evident just the awesome support that uh, the community has given us. And it's been so much fun to be able to put on Admirals Hockey again uh, at the Panther Arena. And, uh, you know, it'd be fun to come watch uh, the Admirals play right now. We go into tonight's game down in Rockford with a six-game winning streak and uh, just a lot of fun watching the team right now. Let's talk about the team itself, uh, who obviously are playing a lot better. Uh, Connor Ingram, uh, named Player of the Week, uh, and a six-game winning streak overall right now, and he's only, what, allowed one goal in the last three games? Yeah, it's been crazy. It really has. He's been so good. And, uh, uh, you know, he's leading the entire American Hockey League in minutes played. He leads the league in shutouts. It's just been uh, really a lot of fun to watch him uh, play this year. And, you know, he's a guy that belongs – you know, someday at the NHL level when, you know, he's ready to go. Uh, but he's getting that great development while he's here, and it's starting to really pay off. He's really putting on some fantastic performances. Talk about uh, affordable family fun in Admirals games. That's what I always say on the air. You know, you can – there's a lot of different entertainment uh, dollars that you can spend one way or the other. And when you have a family uh, and you've got kids involved, you're trying to figure out the most affordable – uh, deal that you can find and still entertain your kids so they have a good time. And I always say Admirals Hockey is a can't-miss deal at Panther Arena. Well, that's very kind. And uh, we work hard to make our product as affordable as we possibly can for our community. You know, we we believe that uh, we have a, a place uh, in the sports landscape and the entertainment landscape here. And uh, we want to make sure that as many people are able to come out and, and check it out as possible. We, we, we hope that price won't be a uh, a huge uh, concern when you buy an Admirals ticket. We, 
We want you to come out and have, you know spend a co- two two and a half hours of getting away from whatever's going on. You know this is your your release, and we want to put be sure to give you a good time and not have you break the bank doing it. Let's talk about some of the promotions that you guys have coming up because that's what it's all about. A lot of great promotions that people can come uh, and check out, uh, including as we talk about the Special Olympics jerseys that you guys have going on, obviously coming up uh, on Saturday. But you also got uh, Summerfest winning Wednesday uh, coming up on the 16th, uh, and that that is a promotion that's been going on on Wednesdays throughout, right? It has been, and we finally won one. <laughs> so, How about it? Yeah, the last the last Wednesday game back. Uh, on January the 19th, we, we finally won one. It was uh, a slow start that we had lost the first four of those. And uh, we were grateful to be able to finally get a win. So if you were at that game and you still have your ticket from uh, that night, you can exchange that for a free ticket to the game on February uh, the 16th. And then if we happen to win again on February the 16th, you can use the ticket from that night to get a ticket for the next Wednesday game. Um, so it's just a really fun promotion that Summerfest is uh, – I've been a partner with us on for the last few years, and uh, we all we cheer hard to win on Wednesdays because it's a lot of fun watching people get lined up to get their free ticket afterwards. And you obviously always have your fun concerts that you do after games, con- whether it be classic rock or country. Next one is with Night Ranger coming up on the 26th. It is on the 26th of uh, February, Saturday night, and uh, yeah, classic rock legends, Night Ranger. Um, so I'm sure Sister Christian's going to make a. Uh, appearance that night and that should be a lot of fun and uh, we still have tickets available still have ice passes available uh, for that so how that works is you get your ticket to the game and then if you want to be on the on the on the ice right in front of the stage with a limited exclusive group of people you pay an extra twenty dollars and uh, it makes the show really a lot of fun not only for you but for the artist as well to be able to you know have that kind of group right in front of uh, them is uh, makes the show infinitely better. There he is. Our guy, John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals. Make sure to help support a great cause, special Olympics. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Uh, and obviously uh, come hang out at the game on Saturday too. John, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sparky. Take care. You bet you take care. There he is. John Greenberg on Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious, breathe. My Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Aaron Rodgers news. Really? You got this before I did. Interesting. I don't know if I got it before you, uh, but there is a person that just tweeted out uh, something concerning uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, according to their sources, of where he just bought some land. Uh, and is in the process of building a home and is apparently open to joining this said football team of where he bought this land. We'll explain and let you hear the audio and all of that coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Five with you. Uh, joining us. Rami Makloff, the Rami Show, coming up here at 3 o'clock. No matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room and settle down to awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday. That's today. Wednesday. Wednesday and Friday, fish fries piled up. With all the extras. Visit the Facebook page or QClubofWI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. How are you doing, Rami Mack? What was that? I don't know. It's just I was going to ask that, too. And what so, was I'm, that? Something different. I screwed up the... <laughs> yesterday, so I was trying to, to bring it back a little bit today. Hmm. You just... I did that. And you like almost fell out of your chair. Yeah. See, that's why. I mean, it hurts every time you do it. I was I, just well, wondering okay. if you're okay. Why did you just say thank you, Sparky, I was just for wondering not if doing you were it okay. That's all. I'm distracted. Distracted by this this nonsense on Twitter uh, from Jared Stillman. Mm. Uh, Jared Stillman uh, hosts Stillman and Company on ESPN Nashville 1025, the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what Jared Stillman had to say. It's on Twitter if you want to look at Jared Stillman. Uh, and here, here, here it is about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hold on a second here. Be helpful if I actually had it turned up. Here we go. According to multiple sources, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is building a home in Franklin. 
The second thing, a source tells me Rodgers would be, quote, open to joining the Titans. That's all I was told. Open to joining the Titans. And they talked to another source in which at least some of Rodgers' current Green Bay Packer teammates think there is no way Rodgers is going back to Green Bay. Okay. First off, Jared Stillman, my first response to you is uh, nonsense. I, 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 don't, I don't know who your sources are. I don't know if you're talking to Finley How do you know? or Greg Jennings. Good old source. How do you I, know? Just, I'll stop this now. I'll tell you how I know. Think about this for a second. If you had to determine whether or not you were going to stay at a job or not, and you had just gone through something horrible, mm-hmm. would you be done with that, go get away for a little while, clear your head, think about everything, hear, hear what the possibilities may be, and then determine it? Or where something horrible had just happened, would you sit around uh, that climate around those same people again, talking about the following year, if there was no chance in your mind you were going back to that team, why would he even care? It wouldn't even matter. If I was Aaron Rodgers and I, there was no chance I'm coming back to Green Bay, that's your all problem. I, I'm going to a beach. I'll let you know when I come up with my decision. This is not me. I'm going to a beach. To me, he shows, again, maybe he doesn't say, but you're invested somewhat in seeing how this is all going to play out in Green Bay. You are thinking about the Green Bay Packers and possibly coming back. If you sat back here for numerous days talking with Packer Brass about how this offseason will go, who they can keep, who they can't keep, how this whole thing plays out. To me, that tells me you are at least strongly considering the fact of staying with the Packers. That, that's what it tells me. Does it tell you something different? That's what Aaron Rodgers would have you believe it indicates. Why else would you stay back? It's Green Bay. It's cold. What's the benefit? I mean, there's no benefit. What's the benefit of me going and talking to Russ Ball and Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur for days when I could have been on a beach the day after, and instead I'm sitting here for another three or four days talking about salaries and numbers and how we're going to make this all work? And, like, it doesn't make any sense to me that it's no chance he's going back to Green Bay. So that, I think, is hogwash. Uh, let's move on maybe to the next he, Maybe he was telling teammates that all year. Uh, maybe. Who, who knows? Or these are former teammates uh, who are throwing stuff out there. Uh, now, th- this is the next thing. Franklin, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Been. Stayed. How is it? Know it well. How is it? Well, I didn't know how expensive Franklin, Tennessee was until after we pulled into Franklin, Tennessee to stay at this hotel, which wasn't a horrible price, and saw how much more expensive the gas was in Franklin, Tennessee than, say, oh, Nashville. Like, it wasn't even remotely close to being the same price. So then we started asking around, like, why is the gas price so much higher here? And then we were told, oh, these are where all the celebrities live. This is the upscale uh, part of Tennessee where all the country singers live and everything else. So everything is jacked up uh, through the sky uh, because all the, the rich and famous people live here. Titans. First reaction? Much easier division than having to go play out West. The Colts don't have a quarterback. Jacksonville, a ways away from doing anything with Tua. They still don't even know what they're doing there. You mean Miami? Huh? You, you said Jacksonville. You yeah, that's so what I said. Jacksonville, Tennessee, the Colts, and Houston. That's the division. No, but you said Jacksonville, and then you said Tua. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, Jacksonville uh, with Trevor Lawrence. That's a ways away. Uh, and then Houston. We know what that is. So... Literally, he could go there and win that division for the next three, four years. Like, I don't have any question they could win that division. As long as you have Derrick Henry uh, and that offense, which you already have, Vrabel's going to give you a chance on defense. I think you're good. My only hitch in that giddy-up is him having to learn a new offense. I I don't know how much he's going to want to do that. So I think that makes sense. But where I still struggle is you still are going to have to go through Herbert, Josh Allen. They just hired Joe Brady to be his quarterback's coach, by the way. Great hire by Buffalo. Uh, so Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. I mean, again, I still think that's a much tougher path in the playoffs than going through the NFC, which literally has nothing left. I mean, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Okay. Then what? I mean, it's to me, Dak Prescott, those three. And then after that, you know, it's all up in the air. You can maneuver around what you want once Rodgers and Brady are out of that conference. You're thinking like Sparky. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about... If it's me and I mm-hmm. know I need the second Super Bowl and he knows he needs the second Super Bowl and win, I'm talking about, 
to kind of help separate himself a little bit from these yeah, other guys. I'm that dude. I'm not scared of going through Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert yes, or he Josh has that Allen. Ego. No or... question. He has that ego. Yes. I'm that dude. Yes. You're, you're right. I'm he, the best he, in the world. You're right. You're correct. Right. You're right. No, you're right. I'm not scared. I've got no, I got no argument on that whatsoever. That, that's what I said when we were talking about both, si- both right. sides of this last week. If I'm the Packers, I send Aaron Rodgers to the highest bidder that's not in the NFC North. That includes every other NFC team that might be looking for a quarterback. No, I'm not trading. I'm not scared. No. See, you think scared. Uh, so you're trading him to Tampa? You have to have a delusional confidence. You're trading him to Tampa? Sure. No chance. If that's the best offer, they won't have the best offer because I know what their assets are. But if that's Correct. the best offer, right. then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. He's going to the AFC and AFC only. Because I don't but, play scared. But this is my other thing. I don't play scared. Okay. You know? I'm but, not scared of Aaron Rodgers. If I'm the Packers, if I'm second. Aaron Rodgers, I fear no man. I fear no quarterback. Good. So bring them all on. Th- this is my other thing. You may not want to talk about this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to bring it up. There's been a lot of rumors flying around out there about him and Shailene, Shailene, whatever her name is, maybe not oh, being boy. together anymore. Here we go. Right? Who cares? No, no, no. Hold on. Uh huh. Because I'm, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Is there somebody we don't know about that's in maybe in Nashville? <sighs> Country singer, maybe something like that that we're not thinking of. Why Nashville? She got a house in Boulder, Colorado, doesn't she? Did she sell her house in Boulder, Colorado? Why? Are they moving? Why would they move to Nashville for? She why does everything make any sense to why me? does everything this man does have to be tied or connected to a woman, dude? I don't know. Everything he does, we bring it seem weird. It was all Olivia, the people that moved to Nashville. It was Danica, now it's Shailene, and now Robbie. you're bringing in a mystery woman. Maybe he likes Nashville. Robbie. Really? Yeah. Since when? I don't know. The man, I don't know Aaron Rodgers. The man has lived in California most of his natural born life. Has he not? Yes. True. Yes. You know, no. a lot of people are are going to Nashville right now. It's one of the big, that's Franklin, one, one of the one of the yes. fastest growing cities in, in the country. No Nashville doubt. and Austin, Texas. That's super expensive. Booming. You couldn't pay me to move to Austin, Texas. That's way too. So expensive. he's like a lot like of Franklin. other people. I think his boy Joe Rogan just did he go to Austin or did he go to Nashville? Uh, he is in Texas. He's in Austin. Okay, that's fine. I don't care where he is. But <laughs> I, I, all I'm saying is this whole Rogers thing here. The Titans. I, I think he's going back to the Packers. I'm not moving off of that. So, I think it's I think it's I don't know if it's done, but I, I think they've got the framework. I don't think so. You don't stay here for four or five days, however many days it was, to talk what about the roster and, and what like they're what doing. Heard. Could be. But couldn't that have ended in one day and been gone? No. No, you do a thorough deep dive into what's gonna be. I guess. It's possible. Show me everything. Yeah, I guess. Um one last thing before mm-hmm. you talk about your show. Yeah. If Harbaugh ends up in Minnesota, how, how are you feeling? I didn't want Harbaugh. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that guy, no. Yeah. No, no. I don't know why the Bears didn't hire Joe Brady. They interviewed He's him. too abrasive. He's too abrasive. He hurts too many guys' feelings? He's just too bra- too abrasive. Too hard to work with. I don't think he works on the NFL level. He has a short shelf life in the NFL. Uh, yeah, maybe. He's like Scott Skiles. In college, you know, hey, you're, guys. King, you're king of the campus. People, Jason Kidd. People put up with your BS. And and also, it's you're constantly cycling kids through the door. That's what you Gary know what I mean? says. Yes. You don't even have enough time to get tired of Jim Absolutely. Harbaugh. You're not there long enough to get tired right. of Jim Harbaugh. In the NFL, it's a whole different game. Hey, you're not king. This guy with the Niners worked Meyer with him in San found that out. This guy with the Niners worked with him, or with the Vikings, worked with him in San Francisco. So he knows Harbaugh's personality. He knows what he's dealing with with Harbaugh. So if he hires Harbaugh, there's going to be no surprises. He saw Harbaugh and Trent Belke's relationship was god-awful and Jed York. So he saw all that fall apart. So I don't worry about those two getting along necessarily one way or the other. I look at it from a Packer fan standpoint and go, this dude had pretty good success against the Packers. Um, and you, you're giving them two running backs in Cook and Madison. You're giving them two wide receivers. If you Even if you keep Kirk Cousins, that's still better than what he had in San Francisco. So if you keep Kirk Cousins at that point, that offense will be better than it was under Zimmer. Pretty mm. confident of that. Then it's just a matter of defense, and odds are, no inside intel, he's going to get Fangio to come with him again. And, and then Fangio's going to be the defensive coordinator in Minnesota, and you know that's going to be a problem. I'm just saying, like if Harbaugh ends up in Minnesota, they're going to have to be dealt with uh, in order to win this division and, and moving forward. Before, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Didn't really view them as much of a threat. The Vikings, the Bears, whatever. They're, they're going to be a threat if Harbaugh ends up. I wouldn't worry too much about it. All right. I'm we'll not see. worried about Harbaugh. His record's pretty good in the NFL. I'm more worried about LaFleur than I am Harbaugh. You think LaFleur? Oh, as a Bears fan. Yeah. Why? 
because Rogers leaves, there's no worry, no reason to worry about Lafleur after that. Oh, I have faith in Matt Lafleur that he's a good head coach, and he's not he's not a product of Aaron Rodgers. Well, we'll see. Uh, okay, what do you got coming up? On coming the show up on today? the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Did you hear uh, Bart's rant on my show yesterday? I'm Bart Winkler. I'm so mad at the world. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not having fun anymore. He hasn't. The Packers Packers football is not fun anymore. Yeah, I hope you're doing that as a topic. Is Packers football fun? Yeah. Is I, Packers football still fun? I thought you were going to do that as a topic after he said it. And I was listening. <laughs> I was like, well, he just gave you a topic. Just go with it. And you went somewhere else. I wrote it down immediately. Yeah. I wrote it. I didn't want to waste it yesterday. We were more than halfway through the I show I didn't want yesterday. to steal it from you either. Yeah. So I was like, I'll give him one more day. If he doesn't have it tomorrow, I'm going to do it on Thursday. So, so I, I, I just want to know, is Packers it. football still fun? Are we having fun? Is this still fun? It is for me. That's what I think so too. Winning, would, winning is fun. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's fun. Losing everybody, is not. Everybody was having fun until two weeks ago. You had six months of fun. No. What do you mean no? Mm. What do you mean no? Mm. The games are fun. All the drama crap, not fun. Well, okay. The drama crap's been going on for a year. That None of that is fun. That That's excruciating and painful and I hate all of it. I tell you uh, the same thing I'll tell Bart. For the, the three hours when they're on TV, that's fun. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you the same thing I tell Bart. All that other stuff, you choose to participate in that. You don't have, you don't have to follow. We fo- do you don't it have for a living. You don't have to follow any of that. We, we, yes, you do. No, you don't. So you're going to come on the radio and ignore the Rodgers drama for the next three months and talk about the Bucks? No, I mean the other stuff. Nobody will care. The other stuff. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.